Hello, this is Abby. Dear Abby, this is gonna be a long one. Oh boy. Dear Abby, how do you tell the difference between a new exciting crush and a rebound? Does it matter? Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Welcome to our little corner of the internet. This is the Dear Abby podcast. I hope you stay and hang out with us. See you in a sec. Oh my gosh, you guys, welcome back. We're we're here for another episode of Dear Abby. Thank you for joining me. I hope everyone's having a great Thursday. My throat is killing me right now. I'm feeling a bit under the weather, which sucks because it's my birthday week and I'm feeling a little bit sick. But I also think it's just because I have been just running around the past couple of days and staying up late and I think it's just taken a toll. Yesterday I went climbing for the first time in a long time since my injury. For those of you that don't know, I sprained my ankle and it was devastating. So no broken bones or anything like that. I think I just tore a ligament or something, but it hurt so freaking bad. I fell from, I go, I used to go bouldering like three times a week and I had to stop because I sprained my ankle. I did something to my ankle. I fell and I fell incorrectly and yeah, I just twisted my ankle. That was crazy because I didn't get didn't, didn't get crutches for a long time because I didn't want to pay for anything. And I also never got it checked out other than like a physical therapist that was there and he said it's like a level two ligament. I don't know. He said maybe it was a two or three, which I don't know what any of those mean. But he said I should be good to just heal at home and then just watch YouTube on how to heal it. So... It's pretty much back to full range of motion, but it it was a little bit scary climbing yesterday because it was my first time back. So I just, it felt really tingly sometimes and just like very weak and shaky. So I also just, in my head, I was really, really nervous. Anyways, I, I've just been kind of running around and I think just been a little bit stressed. And so it kind of made me sick. But I'm excited to be recording because today we're talking about something that is very um, needed, I think, right now, just in the world and on social media and just in general. And that is we're going to stop being people pleasers and not actually standing up for ourselves, what we really believe, what we really feel and think, kind of take our power back in that way. This is something that I sometimes I'm good at and sometimes I'm really bad and I do people please. But I think I I know some people who are way worse than me at people pleasing. So I wouldn't say I'm that bad at it, but I still wanted to talk on some of the things that I do sometimes people please and things that I notice that I give up just because I'm scared of being misunderstood or people not thinking that I'm good or nice or I'm a certain way. So we're going to get into that a little bit later on, but I wanted to do some life updates. So first life update, if you guys, well, I guess when you guys are listening to this, I will be at the age 26, which is a big year because I'm closer to 30 now than I am to 20. And that feels weirdly really good. I love being young, but at the same time, I think the older you get, the more beautiful you get because the more life you've lived, the more you understand, the more wisdom you have. And I got a lot of life left in me, but I also feel like I just have a bigger capacity to love and understand things and 
understand the world around me. And I think that that's been a beautiful thing for me at this age, because the older I get, the way less judgmental I get, the way less, um, I don't know. I, I just think I'm excited to keep growing older but also my body is already feeling closer to 30 than it is to 20 and so I've been re-inspired to find a good workout routine here but it's hard because the gyms are so expensive in California it's like always 100 bucks for wherever you go even if it's some shizzy gym like lifetime is like 60 bucks which is not lifetime there's certain gyms that are not good gyms like they're very gross inside and they're like 80 bucks a month which is just insanity to me that's what I'm still trying to figure out is a good workout routine. It's just life is getting expensive. I'm also not on my parents insurance anymore. And I have not even thought once about what I'm going to do about that. So that really sucks. And I was going to go to a dentist appointment, but I, I missed it. And that was devastating because I realized that next time I go, I will not have insurance. So I needed to go to that. And of course, I missed it because I cannot remember things for the life of me. So I'm gonna have an having a lot of brain fog all in all life has been pretty good the past week but I have been feeling a little bit back and forth just the normal just I've just been feeling normal like I normally do which is up and down and up and down but not volatile but definitely up and down there was a misunderstanding when planning my um camping trip so I haven't gone yet when I'm recording this but when you listen to this I'll be camping just with some family and friends and I'm super excited I went camping all the time as a little kid with my with my family and all my siblings and those were just some of the best times of my life so I'm excited to celebrate my birthday just with the people I love the most so I can't wait to talk about how that was but there was a misunderstanding on the days we were going and usually I would be very I would be very frustrated visibly I would visibly be very frustrated and take it out on the person who misunderstood or the person who like just the people who made the mistake I would never take accountability for my half of the miscommunication I would just always blame 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 and I'm growing up because I took responsibility for it and also didn't rub it in someone's face that I was also correct though when looking back. So in the past, I feel like I would have actually been really, really mad and frustrated that something was being blamed on me, but I actually was like, it's not a big deal. We lined it up and we got it figured out and now everything's aligned. I thought that was a big win for, for me this week that I handled it very calmly and Sometimes, I mean, I don't feel calm though, just to clarify. When I say that I'm not unbothered, I internally feel like melting and screaming and I feel like I'm trapped. That was a little bit of a rant. I didn't even mean to talk about that. My little brother's visiting. He's been in town. Well, he's lived close, but he's on his way to college. And so he's staying with me for a little bit and it's been super fun, but his his shiz is all over my ground. Every single time any of my little brothers stay with me, anywhere that I've ever lived, it, they are the messiest people by far. They are the, they're such big messes. Boys are just, most boys are just big messes. I can't say anything though, because I'm pretty messy too, but not to their level when staying at someone else's house. But I get it, I'm the older sister, so I'm like a mom, but pick up your shiz, Cole, okay? Your trash is everywhere. Ties, socks, shirts. How do you know what's clean? How do you know what's dirty? You probably don't. You probably just rewash everything 20 times. I'm also doing his laundry for him. So just older sister things. You know how it, you know how it is. 
I feel like I have really low energy right now, but I actually don't mind that. Sometimes I like listening to calmer podcasts because there's a lot of overstimulating things out there online. So hopefully this won't be one of them for you today. But sometimes it probably is. I've been nannying lately and I love it. It's been a learning curve for me because I've actually never, I never grew up with like a lot of little kids. I had two little brothers, like I just talked about, but I don't remember them being young because they weren't like seven, 20 they weren't like that much younger than me. They were just a couple of years. So I do kind of remember them as little kids, but I never grew up with a lot of nieces and nephews around. I never grew up with cousins that were really small that came over all the time. So I never had like little kids around me. So I didn't really know how to parent them or just how to deal with them in their fits or deal with them when, you know, they're, they want something, but they can't have it type of stuff. So I've been learning about how to deal with that. And it's actually been very fulfilling. I feel like it's, it's actually been really fun and good for me to learn how to deal with certain ages. I'm loving it. I've just been doing that on the side as well as my 12 other jobs that I have. So just added more and more and more. Um, okay, this one. So this episode is for the people pleasers. As I said, I'm not like the biggest people pleaser. That's not something people know me for. I'm pretty, I'm pretty like, I'll say what I think and what I believe. And I'm never really too shy to say that, nor do I care what really other people, like how much other people will misunderstand most of the time. However, there's some areas of my life that I just really don't want people to misunderstand me or really don't want to be made fun of or for people to think that I think one way when I actually don't but I've people are just determined to misunderstand you based on their own viewpoints of the world and based on their own things that they haven't just on their own beliefs so that's either limiting beliefs or just normal beliefs they want to misunderstand you so I follow this I don't remember her name it's like Leanna Leanna Lena I think it's L-E-A-N-A. She, she's, I don't know what faith she's a part of, but she believes in God and she practices her religion. And she's, she's so inspirational to me because she's someone that is, I can tell is very thoughtful, is on her own personal journey and is not scared to share it and is not scared to be misunderstood and be herself. I don't know. I think that those people are really inspiring to me because it's really easy to just do what everyone else is doing. Like if that's what you actually feel like you should be doing and what you what will bring you a lot of joy and fulfillment deep down, then go for it. But sometimes I follow trends or I follow popular things because I think, well, if everyone else is doing it, then if I do it, then I'm normal. And then maybe that's fulfilling and that's what I'm, then I'll be understood by people and then I'll have more deep connections. But in reality, anytime I've done that I've actually just found that my connections aren't that deep and they don't deepen them because now I'm just kind of putting on face and I'm not being true to who I really feel that I am and who I want to be and what I believe so anyways I was following her and she had uh, posted a little video about I heard like five seconds of it but I already was like inspired by it and I wanted to do an episode about it so this is a shout out to her because I don't I don't I don't know everything that she said it was just like a tiktok video but um she did inspire this and i liked what she was saying yeah i just wanted to do that shout out really quick obviously some people probably pretty much everyone will know what people pleasing is but i think to be more specific with what i'm talking about is i'm not i'm not a therapist also or professional so i don't know a lot of the details about people pleasing and i'm not going to talk about all the wounds or whatever that get you there 
I just kind of want to talk about what to do now if you think that you're like if you think that you're sacrificing something you don't actually feel like you should sacrifice or giving in to things that you don't think you should give into like at your heart and at your core and how to kind of gain the strength to just say yes or say no or to set boundaries. But that's very hard to do for people pleasers. Um, because you want people to like you and you want to feel understood. I think people pleasing in one aspect is kind of just not saying what you really think and not standing up for what you really believe because you're scared that they're going to judge you. Because I think online when we see a lot of comments, you already know what's going to be said. Like even like if it's political, especially um, it's so scary to post anything because on, on either end, on any spectrum, you're just so scared of judgment And I think that that's pretty people pleasing. And I actually don't think that's very helpful to society, helpful to yourself or to anyone. But at the same time, I think always, always read a room, always be considerate with whatever you're about to say. And sometimes it's not necessary to say anything. And sometimes it is if it's a safe environment or if you feel like there's a conversation to be had or a discussion to be had. It's always important to read the room and be very considerate. And I don't think expressing what you believe and what you've come to understand is ever bad. But I do think some people can't read a room and will be very offensive. And that's their intention behind it. But that's mostly just for if you're in a conversation with friends, sometimes if they are talking about something, I actually don't believe what they're saying. And I and I not okay, not believe what they're saying. I just they're talking about something that I actually strongly don't agree with and don't believe is good or aligns with my values. But you know, it's kind of being shoved on to me and I feel like I have to just say yes so then they don't get mad at me. Sometimes I've done that, but I think that's something I'm trying not to do because it is very scary to be like, that's actually not how I think. But most of the time when I've done it, I do it very kindly and I and I do it very much not trying to shove it down people's throat. There's a lot of power in just being truthful and honest about what you really feel deep down and not being scared of what that might, of what judgment might come onto you from expressing certain things. Another thing of people pleasing, I would say is like acting like you love to do stuff when you don't. I think this is very common when you're first kind of dating someone, but eventually you have to be like, I actually don't like doing those things. That's always scary to me. Even now in my relationship, I feel like that's sometimes what I do because I want to like what they like. But at the same time, we're both very different people. Like I love anime. I love I love certain types of entertainment. And he does not like that. And he he is the opposite almost in entertainment wise what we like. But we have also things that interlap. Yeah, that overlap, not interlap, overlap. So we just find common ground. But it is sometimes scary to be like, I actually don't like doing this thing or I don't actually like doing those for dates. And he's very honest with me, too, about this is who I am. If you don't like it, then I'm sorry. But like, this is what I like to do. This is who I am. And I've always respected that. And it's something I found very attractive in him and is very attractive in a relationship when they can be honest about like that. I just don't like doing that. Like I'm fine being like this, but again, doing it in a nice way always. But I think cause you want someone to like you or you like someone. So you want, yeah, you want them to like you and you want them to think you're cool. Nothing wrong with that. But I think sometimes when you don't recognize that you're being maybe a little bit manipulative 
And people run when you say that word because they think, oh my gosh, I'm a manipulative narcissist and people are going to, no, everyone's a little bit manipulative. Everyone is. That's just my opinion. And um, not everyone's a narcissistic, like narcissistic, abusive person because they're a little bit manipulative. I think sometimes we don't realize that we are being manipulative. Yeah. But when you're doing so, when you're sacrificing so much over and over and over again, or you're paying for everything, or you're doing all these elaborate things to get someone to like you, it's never going to fill your soul and your heart the way you think it's going to it's just going to build up probably a lot of resentment and because you're not getting what you want or they might still be annoyed with something else that you're doing but you're like but I'm doing all of this for you how do you and I think that just is one negative of when you're a people pleaser and you're trying to get everyone to like you and understand you and think you're a good nice person when they don't feel that then you're just going to feel resentment and you're going to feel exhausted so I think just being true to who you are and then I think not doing things or doing things so you're not misunderstood is a huge people pleasing tendency that's something that I do even just like certain things that I post or don't post sometimes I get scared but I usually try to post whatever I want because I'm not going to act a certain way just to appease to like 10% of people who maybe followed me that thought I was a certain way. And then when I'm actually honest about who I am, maybe they'll leave and that's, I have to be okay with that. And maybe they misunderstand me and I have to be okay with that. I'd rather be myself fully and feel very present with myself and honest with myself and honest with everyone around me. It's a lot more fulfilling and relaxing and peaceful, honestly, to do that than to just kind of play a role because that's what everyone wants to see online there's I'm sure there's a billion other things that people pleasers tend to do again I think it comes from a pretty normal emotion and a pretty normal human thing is to just be liked and to be understood but I think sometimes that's just when you take it too far and you can't stand to not be liked or you can't stand to not be understood because you're maybe a little bit insecure or maybe you feel like you don't know who you are and so You're trying to find that in other people, but I'm telling you, you will never find that in other people. People might help guide you to yourself, but you will never find who you are with other people other than God, obviously. I sometimes I feel bad because I want everyone to think that I'm nice uh, because I genuinely do feel like I try to do the right things and I try to stick up for what I think and what I believe and do the best I can with what I know. So I also have to just accept that there's not really anything else I can do. I can do to prove that I'm nice or a good person because that's so a good person is so many different things and it looks different for each person their definition of of a good of a good person so um, I almost thought it was selfish to be not a people pleaser like to just not overly sacrifice and say yes to everything to never talk about how you feel because you might upset someone or offend someone or be honest about something because, again, you might have upset someone or offend someone. But as sucky as it is to hurt someone's feelings, because I, I really don't like to do that. No one likes to, I don't I don't think a lot of people like to hurt people's feelings. Sometimes when you say what you feel and what you think, people just might take offense to that. Especially if you say it in such a nice way and someone still takes offense. There's nothing you can do about that. I think it's very sweet and I think you're very sensitive if you don't want to hurt someone's feelings because that's a good normal thing. But I think if that costs you 
who you really are and what you really stand for and what you really want to do with your life, who you want to be, then you're not helping anyone because you're just you're just furthering this like facade that you think you need to keep up and other people might see that in you. And so they'll think they need to keep up a facade and they'll think they need to not be true to who they are because they're trying to also mold in with what they think everyone else thinks that they should be doing. And it just doesn't actually help anyone in the long run. When I see people who are very true to themselves and when they're very kind, gentle, but honest, they won't, they'll stand their ground, but they're kind then those are people that I respect so much and I want to be like them because they're not living for other people, but because they're living for their faith or, you know, whatever their belief system is, because they have a strong belief system, they have a foundation and then they can be kind to other people and be very tolerant and be very, yeah, they'll stand, they'll still stand for what they believe in, but they'll do it in a very graceful, beautiful way. I think if you are always trying to figure out what you think other people think you should be doing, you will just go in circles and you'll never find your true self, your true identity and what you really feel deep down inside. I don't ever want anyone to miss out on that because I sometimes do that. There's things that I don't do or I do because I'm scared to be misunderstood or I'm scared I'm going to hurt someone's feelings or offend someone and their beliefs or something. And so I don't say anything. But then in the long run, all I'm doing is just showing people that you should just conform to what everyone thinks. But I want to be I want to be someone that shows other people that they can be themselves fully. And that looks like a million different things. Just find yourself and stick up for yourself. I think it's Jay Shetty that said something like, if you protect your purpose, your purpose will protect you. And I think that's so beautiful. And that hits me every single time because it is so true. Like if you don't people please and you stand up for yourself and you put boundaries, you have such a strong foundation and you will be able to do amazing things and you will feel so fulfilled. Yes, people might misunderstand you and might send hateful comments to you or judge you and think you're one way when you're actually the opposite. And that's okay because I think eventually people will see it if you really protect your purpose and not people please. I think there's just nothing scarier than not finding yourself. And that's a journey that takes a different amount of time and is continuous throughout your whole life. I made a list of things I wouldn't have done if I um, cared about being misunderstood or if I was trying to like people please and kind of not step on toes or make people feel uncomfortable. And then also I made a list of what I would do or what I want to do, but I'm scared sometimes because I, again, I'm trying to people please and I care what people think. The things I wouldn't have done is I definitely wouldn't have started a podcast where I talk about my thoughts and my beliefs and just talk through some things that I'm going through. I would definitely would not have shared my divorce story or any details about kind of what that relationship looked like near the end or throughout the whole thing because I'd be scared of what people thought. And I actually wasn't that scared because I feel like because I have a good foundation, I, I, I genuinely don't really mind that much if people judge me a certain way because I'm, I will be fine, <laughs> you know, and that might anger people. When you're confident, people just want you to fall. I'm telling you. Another thing I wouldn't have done if I cared what people thought is probably kept up a relationship with God and talked about Jesus and God and my experience in my religion. A lot of people don't like the religion that I'm in and people have left the religion that I'm in that are around me. And sometimes it makes me feel 
like I'm not allowed to like it or something and I'm not allowed to find joy in it because of other people's experiences and I'm not invalidating theirs at all. But sometimes I feel like I'm gonna I have to invalidate my own feelings of joy with it and that's just also not helpful so I think if I cared what people thought around me I probably wouldn't be practicing my religion just because religion is something that is very misunderstood especially a lot of my beliefs are very widely globally misunderstood and I just wish sometimes people would ask rather than just immediately judge or act like they know the things that I believe but that's okay I wouldn't have streamed if I cared what people thought when I would stream my video games because I was not good. I'm not that funny. I didn't have a crazy expensive setup. So I was scared people would think it's dumb. But I had so much fun and I would I want to do that again. I loved streaming and I met some online friends. So moving to California, trying to create a beautiful life out here for myself. Sometimes I feel selfish in doing that and bad. And I kind of go back and forth. But I think if I let other people's opinions and sometimes just my internal critic win then I wouldn't have come here I wouldn't have met my now boyfriend which is another one I don't think I would have dated my now boyfriend who I'm obsessed with I wouldn't have stayed with him or been with him if I cared what other people thought because maybe it was too soon or yeah but again some of these things are kind of just my own inner critics based on what I've heard comments say or people say just in my life growing up okay and then things I would do if I didn't care so much is probably dance more um and just let kind of let loose like let go more uh, because i'm scared people will think i'm dumb or i don't i'm not thoughtful or i don't think very deeply about things if i just kind of have more fun so i think that's something i'm trying to learn a balance of okay i think i should let myself change sometimes i'm scared that because people know me as a certain way if i change then they're not going to like me anymore so i kind of have to keep act like shove myself back into a what is that like a puzzle piece that i don't i don't know shove shove i'm a puzzle piece that doesn't fit that does okay the puzzle piece doesn't go into this spot but i'm trying to shove it in there is what the analogy is just trying to put me back into a box that i actually don't belong in anymore Sometimes I do that. I think let myself be more cringe. I can be pretty cringy, but I think I want to let myself be a little bit more cringe. I don't know. I think people online just have ruined things for me because I have a million voices in my head that are just critics and just making fun of every tiny thing that everyone does. All in all, stop people pleasing and just live your life truly on how you feel you should be living it and what will make you really free, happy, and peaceful because... It's, it is hard to be misunderstood and to be judged, but it's just inevitable. Like it is just inevitable. So you're trying to reach a goal that will never be reached. You cannot have everyone understand you. You cannot have everybody like you and agree with everything that you think. You will not ever get that. So if you are looking for that, you will never find yourself. So that's kind of just what I wanted to talk about. Again, this was inspired by, I don't know her name, L-E-A. I think is what it is on TikTok. She's like a cool girl. The definition of a cool girl, I think. So we're going to go into our Dear Abby. And then that's it for today. And then next week we'll do another phone a frenemy. Because I'm a little bit rushed on time. I have to cram multiple episodes in in a short amount of time. So, okay, let's pull up a Dear Abby and give it a listen. Dear Abby, I'm wondering if you have any advice 
for um, friendships because lately I've been feeling like I don't have a friend who I can just go to for everything. I have a husband, but you know that's different. I need a girlfriend. And I have good friends who I love and I can go to. And I have had friends in my life who I felt like I, you know, they're my everything friend. And I think there's different types of friendships. But I just feel like I need to find the friend who I can go to for everything again. And my old everything friend is not being a very good friend anymore. And so I'm wondering if you have any advice on how to build friendships, how to find, like, that one person who can be your go-to for everything, especially at the stage of life where you're... Like, I'm married, I have one kid, and I think it's kind of hard to find sometimes. And I feel like I'm building that, but I'm also having a hard time letting myself be vulnerable enough in friendships to, like, um, kind of build them. So let me know what you think. Thanks, Abby. Bye. Well, as I've said on the podcast, I am not a friendship. Um, I'm not a friendship expertise by any means. I'm someone that I relate to not being able to be super vulnerable with your friends all the time. I've always felt like I have to put on a face again, going back to people pleasing, but I think it's also normal sometimes for different personalities to take a long time to really feel like you can open up to someone. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I don't know if you have friends right now that you feel like you enjoy being with that. Maybe there could be something (laughs) more there more there in a relation like a friendship way obviously but sometimes I've realized that with my friends that I have that I feel like I can't be myself or I can't be as honest then I like to at least give them a chance almost like that sounds so bad but uh, like I have to you have to open up yourself very vulnerably sometimes and also uncomfortably be honest I don't know it's hard the friend one, friends ones are very hard for me to give advice on because I'm really not, it's something I'm trying to learn myself is how to be a friend, how to be a good friend and how to find a good friend and all of that stuff. I sometimes, for me, I think I just can't tell if someone wants to be my friend or not or if they are, I think they're being fake is something that I toxically think. Um I'd say for the friends that you have right now, maybe try to see if you can get to a place with them that you feel like you can both be a little bit more true to yourselves and honest with each other and a little bit more open and see if maybe one of your friends now that maybe you weren't as close to or you didn't think could be, they could be like your everything friend. Maybe they can be, you just have to kind of give them a chance and give them time and give yourself time. Because I think definitely you cannot force a friendship. And I think that's what's frustrating is sometimes I really want like a best friend and I want someone who gets me and I want. But sometimes I'm just like that might not happen for like 10 years. I know a lot of people who didn't meet their best friends until they were like 50. And then the last 30 years of their life, you know, they had a best friend and that's still 30 years with a best friend. That's a long time. Definitely don't compare yourself to other people who have a bunch of best friends and a big group because things might not be as perfect as they appear online, A, and also, and it just, it just might take a while to find that friend and that's okay. I also think the more you learn about yourself and the more you can 
figure out what you love doing. I mean, you're a mom, so obviously there's that. And I'm sure there's different like ways you can meet other moms. And that I, I don't have a kid, but I'm sure it's nice to be friends with someone who also has a kid. Uh, because then you can at least relate on like a major aspect of your life rather than like some single like person who has no idea what it's like to be married or to have a kid put an effort with the friends you have now and see if that can blossom into a more beautiful vulnerable friendship or just get to know yourself in new ways maybe and really work hard on whatever you're doing and find a passion, find something that you want to learn more about or something. And sometimes that that's what I hear has led people to their best friends is either a career choice or just even learning about kids and going to a certain park every single day. They find other moms that they relate like that they are friends with and stuff like that. So I think just going full in and being present wherever you're at sometimes just helps you find someone and not overthinking it, which is really hard, easier said than done, but just one step at a time. I think with friends, I think that's something where I go wrong is I want to, to be fast and I want to meet someone. It's like we're best friends immediately. Cause I hear that, but maybe that'll happen, but maybe it won't. So I just have to be myself as much as possible. And I think I'll find my people as long as I'm being true to myself. Um, okay. Hopefully that helps a little bit on finding a close friend, but I'm sorry. It sucks. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dear Abby. I think this is episode 32. I don't know if anyone wished me a happy birthday, but maybe someone did or some people did. So if you did, thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. I had, I'm sure I'm going to have a great birthday and I love you guys. You guys are the best. Thank you for listening every week please feel free to post this on your story and give me a shout out or just word of mouth. Tell people about the podcast. Uh, also let me know if you want to hear about a certain topic or something and, or if you just have any suggestions, suggestions for the podcast, I'd love to hear it, but sorry, I'm looking a little bit sleepy and sick. I'm a little bit, I have a little bit of brain fog. I have a little bit of brain fog. So yeah okay thank you love you bye